lot of yous, you like to put on this facade, this mask per se, of acting like it's the most wonderful time of year, that old spiel, all that bullshit they feed you. You know, according to the marketing, the propaganda, the commercialism, and the sexiness and appeal of fucking Christmas in this time of year, as it's stressed often because, you know, Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving, leading into fucking gluttony, greed, obsession with what are you going to put underneath that goddamn tree because of that alleged fat, now gay, according to Norway. So shout out to Norway for being brave with trying to dispel the, I guess, the mythology, the lore of old St. Nick, St. Nicholas, uh, Santa Claus, in other words and terms, making him gay in a commercial. He found a boyfriend. He was sucking on a different kind of candy cane, all kinds of striped, or in this case, if the guy's dick he was kissing was striped of any sorts or any colors or variations, he'd have to go see his nearest, uh, guys don't see gynecologists, uh, whatever guys got to go see to get their dick treated or the dick doctor. I don't know if we got one. Uh, urologist, I, I think, but that's, would the urologist be the ones to look at everything beyond your piss and or your bladder or do they actually check on the health of your dick? If so, then shout out to the urologists out there doing their jobs. And I'd like to hear from and or see the urologist that had the pleasure of treating Santa Claus after he's been sucking off too many candy canes and getting diabetes from dick through the mouth all the way to his fat heart. Because if it ain't fucking candy canes doing them in or the marshmallows or the cookies and the milk underneath the trees that we force and subject them to eat and, and, and drink the milk gallons of, you know, it's no wonder he's fat and pink like a fresh out of its shell lobster. Just decaying its fucking shell or whatever. Whatever lobsters do. Shout out to lobsters. I don't eat lobster. I don't enjoy lobster, so I don't see what the big deal is with lobster, period. I had lobster one time. I tried it. I knew that was more than enough for me, and I had to push it aside. So, and yeah, isn't it just like a giant sea spider anyway? Or, or something like that, too, anyway. So, whatever. If you like lobster, you know, shout out to you. That's good for you, but not for me. I'll pass. No surfing turf here. You know, putting aside Santa Claus and that big, fat, red-nosed, alcoholic white man, because if he's got a red-tipped nose and he's not Rudolph, the alleged, you know, reindeer with the magic and shit, too, he has to be a drunk. So he's been tipsy off the eggnog or tipping off all foes if he was like Paul Wall, Mike Jones, all that. Shout out to them. And, and Slim Thug. Slim Thug, he was on that. He was one of my favorite rappers for a while, especially because he was like 6'6", or D-Bear's baritone like me and shit, and could actually spit and had the backing of fucking Pharrell and Neptune. So again, shout outs to Slim Thug. Still doing this thing, I hope. And I think he had a health scare some years ago too, and he's been bouncing back ever since. Health-wise, doing good for himself, so definitely... Shout out again to Slim Thug. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so besides that shit, besides his fat alcoholic ass breaking and entering into every household, shimming his way all the way down your chimney just to fucking nestle and lodge your gifts that you're getting for yourself or your coal if you've been a dick or an asshole or a cunt this year round or a Karen or a or what, what's the uh, male equivalent, uh, equivalent uh, Keith or Kevin, whatever, too. You get coal shit, too. This guy has to fucking bother when supposedly, allegedly, all this time, he's got the wonders of Christmas magic to his advantage. Can't he just, like, wiggle his nose like uh, the, 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 the witch? Not, not Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the other witch. Bewitched. The, the one from the 50s, a sitcom, and black and white and shit. Wouldn't he have enough power in his fat, red-tipped, alcoholic, 
infused nose to like shimmy the fucking gifts from the sack down the chimney, down the chute, into wherever your fucking tree is located. Because a lot of people, as I've learned growing up as a Spanish, you know, individual, people have different households here in Queens specifically that are very built and distributed very differently than what a normal house would be. Because apparently, shout out to all you homeowners out there, I rent. So hopefully one day, well, soon enough, I'm working on that. Soon enough, Betty had said. A lot of people have these odd-placed, misshaped houses, I guess you could say, where they got like a whole space between the front door leaning to the actual house. Or the ones I see more commonly are they build a space that's the front door, there's a space enough to stand in if you have to before you get into the actual house house. And then they got the stairways that go up this way. And then I guess the little lobby, corridor, hallway, whatever you call it, that goes into the actual house house too on the main level or the first floor, whatever. I don't know. These are house owners, you know, uh, dilemmas that they got to go with, how their house is distributed. Of course, it's Queens. Things are weird here too. Take, for example, Corona. One end of the block one time when I was walking to get somewhere, to find a room for rent years ago. One end of the block was like 108th Street, and I swear to God, the same length of that same block at the other end when I went down there was like 103rd Street somehow, it, within the span of like half a minute, because I'm not that fat, I'm not that lethargic where I can't walk a block and it takes me like five minutes to do so. I walk a block here, in Queens at least, and it'll take me like maybe a minute, half a minute or something like that. Next thing I know, I skipped five streets some way, somehow, but I didn't leave that block. And I've seen the same houses, one after the other, row house, row house, row house, two, like dominoes, ready to fall apart, too. But whatever, I, I'm getting confused by the how distributed Queens, how ill-distributed Queens is, too. It's houses, it's blocks, all that, too. So believe me, it's not like I, I like to shit on Brooklyn just because. I, I, I like the deal and I tolerate the people because a lot of, you know, uh, special individuals have come out of Brooklyn, but it's just the Brooklyn energy and or vibes. I don't feel so much. So not not to shame Brooklyn purposely, but there is some shame worthy of to heap on the Queens as well, too. So I'm sure Santa shakes his head most likely whenever he strolls on by, you know, the five boroughs most likely. But still. Oh, my God. oh shit. As I describe myself to be, I am a funny dummy. I'm a podcasting pro, I like to think so at least, but I'm, in the essence, bare elements, I'm a funny dummy at heart. That's all I am, and I'm bald too on top of that, so, you know, please, I look like a Shane Jude's kid that just grew up and never left the fucking facility, and now they kicked me up because, you know what, we were on to you, we cured you, now you're good, and now you won't fucking leave, you're just being lazy, get the fuck out of here. If I got 22-inch arms, what the fuck does it matter how I got them? The point is, I got them, and you fucking don't. On December 4th. 1969 what a great year to be born what a great year to emphasize and what a great year to fucking bring up number wise as far as when it comes down time to doing 69 hanky panky and or in between the sheets time with the wonderful fucking spouse that he's got under his arm or the baddest bitch in the game wearing his chain if he wears chains anymore i haven't seen any chains on his neck recently i'm talking about of course none other than jay-z Sean Corey Carter, born again, December 4th, 1969. Shout out to Jay-Z. Listen, have I put it on my Christmas wish list if I had one still as a grown adult or a teenager that knew better that had nothing but boners on Christmas morning because 
just because. You got Captain Obvious over here with OJ. And OJ with that, I'ma kill this pussy, I'ma kill this bitch smile on him. To court Beyonce, to say and put it in your mind like he did back when, a long time ago now, like almost 20 years short of. Cheer. I'm gonna go out to Beyonce. She's a bad one. I need to get with that. You heard, Dame? Dame, I'm gonna get at Beyonce. And Dame's like, yeah, right, boy, or whatever Dame does and shit, too, because he likes to, you know, act out of pocket also. Shout out to Dame Dash also for, uh, you know, having a heavy hand in the creation of and the upcoming of, you know, uh, Rockefeller and all that, too. But to put it in his mind, to be brave enough to be like, I'm going at the Beyonce, you gotta come with everything available in your arsenal and then some stock up on the ammo and really be ready to go not just to war but biological warfare chemical warfare uh, call of duty advanced warfare whatever too you got to be ready for all sorts of possibilities and or angles and be able to bob and weave and move as best you can with what comes your way because it's beyonce it ain't any other r&b singer chick of the time and no disrespect to any of them that were out at the same time too as Beyonce while she was practically on top of the world short of but it's Beyonce you gotta come with everything equipped on your possible then some backup a B a C a D plan a J to the Z plan if everything too so of course he was ready so I just imagined out of the blue what it would have probably went down like according to me who this of course you're asking because I'm a dummy what else do I know I just like to sit down and in my free time imagine these scenarios of how it went like or kind of roughly put it all together to see hmm I wonder what it was like when Jay-Z tried to get at Beyonce and what he must have did right to make it all work out now as they're together they got the children they're billionaires together they got these things they're putting together and making history and, and breaking records and all that shit too and still being able to put out good music as a couple i mean maybe not their greatest work but still at least it's great shit they put out together you know with the the carter's album and the uh <laughs> the, the the thing she did for the lion king the what was it the remake the live action remake whatever and she pretty much forced him or else to be on the fucking album uh because well you know if she's going to be heading that up, of course, she wants as many fans to cross over to her as possible. It's not like Beyonce has any shortage of fans, but it would help like if she has his fans, she has his fans trickle over to hear her out with her project, too. It works for everybody, too. So, you know, it gave him something to do, too, show off his fucking dreads as they were growing in progress. Now they're really fucking long and flowing and out there in everybody's face where, you know, he's if anything, hair shaming me because I got no hair anymore at this point. It's just growing on like the back of my arms and my elbows and shit too. But okay, I digress. Let's just imagine this case scenario here. Jay-Z courting Beyonce, how it went down. Let's say 2002, 2003, rough circle around that time. So I'm thinking, if anything, when Jay-Z taps whoever he has to tap, if he has to tap anybody, or Beyonce gets the word that, oh, Jay-Z would like to have a word with you. And he's popular enough where I'm sure she knows who he is. No question there. And so when she gets that word, I'm just assuming, I'm just guessing, taking a stab in the dark, shout out to OJ, as far as how or what she might have said when she got word of that. So here goes this part first. 
Some guy wants to meet you so bad. What do you want? He, 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 he just wants to meet you. He's a big fan of yours. What fan? He likes you. What fan? It's just some guy. He's a big fan of yours. He wants to meet you. What fan? His name's Billy. Who Billy? He's, he's just some guy who wants to meet you. What guy? He's a guy off the street. I don't care. But he's a, he likes you a lot and he wanted to meet you. What do you want with me? He just wants to meet you and what say hi. What do you hi. want with me? He just wants to say hi. What does he want with me? He wants to say hi. What does he want with me? He don't know me. What do you want with me? Well, he's seen you on the show. What does he want with me? He don't want me. He don't even know me. What do you want with me? Exactly. I'm thinking. <laughs> That's the Beetlejuice. I'm thinking Beyonce must have been scratching her head thinking, wait, what the fuck does this... I don't know if she may refer to him as a thug or like gangster or whatever too. What does he want with me, if anything, too? I mean, but then again, look at the mirror, Beyonce. Look into the mirror, Beyonce. And the the mirror is going to be crying tears of joy because you blessed it with your beauty and having to ask the question, well, what does he want with me? What does he want from me? Does he know me? What does he want from me? Whatever, too. Well, no, of course, it's Beyonce. It's 2002. She's whew, in a fucking prime. And I mean, sheesh, she's still looking fantastic now, either way, regardless. No question in there. But then what went down properly enough to get to the next step where she's wondering out loud, what does he want with me? What does he want with me? Because, you know, she's got, um, I think, dad at that time still managing her as well as, you know, a Kelly and um, Michelle, or if the other girl was involved too, the other fourth, I forget, one with the pretty green eyes, whatever, she's like, what does he want with me? What does he want with me? I wonder what. Fast forward to finally a great progression, you know, past the check and mark of the first date went down successfully, you know, so he did that right. Got past the first date. Now let me try to slide in the first pace. And then he goes on to the second date, the third date, and however long it takes to get to wherever they get down and dirty, finally, for the first time. Now, I can't allude, I can't assume either, as far as what they did or how they did the first time around, how they worked up to it. I'm sure he had to shell out for someplace nice, fancy, because Beyonce is already a fucking no-name at that point. He is too, but he's got at least enough in the bank account to fucking splurge on her to, to do the, you know, stereotypical thing, I guess, when you're trying to, like, court somebody, you know, shower them in the rose petals and champagne, or at the time, what was it, um, what was that brand, um, what was that brand at the time that was really popular with the rappers, Moet, no, um, Cristal, uh, and then, of course, he went to Ace of Spades and all that shit, too, but, you know, Cristal popping all that, too, to the first intimate night with Beyonce of all things. Now, I'm sure he's as cool as a cucumber as sure as he always comes off being. But at that time in his mind, in his pants, his knees are shaking, he's fucking trembling and shit too while she's getting changed into like a nightgown, a, a, a negligee, whatever Beyonce feels like wearing at that point because the, 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 the mere thought of Beyonce strutting that big old thing out, that perfect body almost out. In, in close to nothing on and saying like, you ready? Jay to him, he must say, in his mind's like, cheer, I'm about to bust. <laughs> Short up. I don't know. I can't assume or imagine what the fuck Jay-Z's got going on in his body fluid wise too. When Beyonce's standing at the doorway, kind of like Sasha Banks, here to cut out at least. And she's hitting this pose at him because, you know, he's charmed her enough to make her think, you know what? He's a worthy investment. 
he's good enough to be a life partner with me, Beyonce. So let's get it on already. Let's get this fucking thing going. Like Mills Lane, let's get it on. And everything too for the first night. So I'm imagining Jay-Z's got to pull out everything he's got imaginable. But then again, of course, listen too. Um, according to his past, he might have had a thing with Aaliyah. Uh, rest in peace to Aaliyah, of course, always. And then there was Blue Cantrell. And then who knows else he might have been with before Beyonce. So he's got his, you know, um, he's got his rep up as far as that's concerned. So no shyness in that. But then if it's Beyonce, you got to be able to fucking, you got to be willing to like eat ass. You got to be willing to like 69 if you have to and or, you know, uh, it's... <laughs> I don't know if maybe she's in the 69 in, in the bed, but maybe she was in the 69ing standing up. But then he's got to be the one upside down, head almost hitting the floor like he's ready to take a pile driver from The Undertaker and shit. And then Beyonce's, you know, at the head, whatever, too. You got to pull out the freakiness, too, and see how far she wants to go without you offending her, too. So I'm sure it's a whole chest fucking thing going on in his head to the point where, you know what, I might as well go downtown and... and, and all else fails. Why not just fully invest? Go on in and just go. It's time to chug. You know, chug, swallow your pride, take a big gulp of fucking spit and be the man you are. The legend that you are in the making of at that time, Jay-Z I'm referring to too. And go all the way to fuck in. Go downtown if you got to. Eat that ass if you got to. You know, spread her ass wide open and short of sticking your whole fucking head in there too you know do what you gotta do rim her asshole with your tongue from inside her ass because that's how deep your head is nestled inside that glorious ass of hers too so shout outs to being freaky mcnasty with it too because if all else fails at least you got that one night with beyonce and then she says oh limp dick one minute man whatever too even though he had that crazy verse on that fucking one minute man remix too Shout us to Missy. Shout us to uh, what was it, Luda originally on the track, and I think Trina too. So shout us to all of them, all parties mentioned. But then of course he's gonna go with that. Basically that fucking attitude bravado. It's time to chug. Time to chug. Go on in, chug her fluids, chug whatever too, and then hope. And most likely what he did successfully. Shout outs as always to Jay Z. Kudos to Jay Z. Everything. All the praise heaped on the Jay-Z for making it possible because I'm assuming, I'm dreaming out loud, I'm just imagining out loud, as absurd as it may sound, as you're gonna hear right now, most likely he hit the fucking bullseye. He went all the way in and punched right through that clit like he was fucking Drago, giving that last final death blow to Apollo and Rocky IV in a round and a half compared to the 15 full rounds and the win that Rocky got on Drago. But I've stressed about that enough on past Rocky episodes of who has been watching. He just went to fucking town. He beat that shit up like Rampage and just did all kinds of work with the end result, Beyonce, being helpless enough to just say this. These Dripping wet. Dripping wet. That's what he fucking did to her. That's what she was left like. And she was left helpless. Probably trembling and shit too. On the bed. Or wherever they were getting freaky on. You know, because then again, 
if you even get the hint, the whiff of Beyonce saying, okay, let's do this. Let's make this fucking thing happen. Of course, you're really to fucking do it, what, on a plane in the fucking back of the Maybach or whatever popular luxury car there was back when, too, short of it doesn't fucking matter who's looking at or who's watching, who's eavesdropping in to see what the fuck's going on there. Why are the fucking windows so steamy and that, oh, my God, it's Beyonce. She's, what? She's in what position? Oh, my God. And all that shit, too. But this is 2002, so, like, thank God, camera phones, all that shit, too, back then was, like, low quality, so... If they tried even, it would have been like really a mess to look at, like a pixelated mess to try to decipher and be like, that's not Beyonce. That's like your mom with a bad perm on and shit. So, you know, get out of here and, and assuming we're in the offices of TMZ or whatever media outlet that was trying to sell a photo. That's not Beyonce. That's fucking uh, your grandma with a, a wig turned sideways and shit trying to get freaky. And you're just as freaky as she is trying to capture your grandma in their intimate moments too. whatever. There's porn for that. You creep. Get out of here. So I'm just imagining that's how it probably went down. That has to be how it fucking happened because if he's not making Beyonce bust like a fucking fire hydrant, like a geyser, like, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Yosemite fucking park, whatever, with the, the natural geysers and all that shit too, I don't think they're making it to where they are now as a power couple, a, a couple goals, relationship goals, whatever you want to call them too. But... He's not able to pull that off, I'm assuming, again, this is me alleging stuff and imagining out loud, they're not together till now, nowadays. And they're still good almost 20 years later, because it was 2003 when they came out as a couple, I believe, on TRL, Shadows of Carson Daly, and when he debuted, is it his song or her song? No, it's his song. Uh, 03, Bonnie and Clyde with da-da-da-da, Beyonce at his fucking side. And this is back when not saying she's not in shape now. Absolutely. She's still fucking wonderful. Delightful to look at, too. But back then, when she had, like, the etched out, chiseled abs. I like that. When a woman has, like, abs, but then they're, like, you know, uh, bulging out. Or, like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, strongman shit. They're just, like, kind of there. They're etched out, finely detailed and shit, too. She had that going on. But then I remember the one complaint a lot of girls had back when. Because this was high school for me. Was that... Beyonce had like a weird ass. She had a wonderful ass and she always has and still does have a, a wonderful ass, by the way. But I think that was more girls hating like, oh, Beyonce got a weird ass because she always wears pants that like just stop right below the 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 crack of her ass and all that. It's like, well, yeah, there was a lot of that going on in fucking, um, I think, Crazy in Love and whatever else early on she had going on too. But I think that might have been uh, purposely done. Just like if you remember Lita uh, from the WWE back when, she used to wear like the parachute pants and the thong like hiked up almost like a rib cage and shit. But I think that was on purpose to sell the illusion of, you know, hey, look at my ass or just guide your eyes right down here too. So shout out to Clever Marketing for all that too. Come on, do it. Do it. Do it. One more fucking time I break this fucking TV. You get it? Kill me again. I'm just imagining too. Listen, if this is if there's any truth to this too as well, then you know there's something going on there too, as far as allegedly, supposedly, I don't know if there's any way to confirm it. I, I'd love to fucking find out myself too, if anything. But Jay-Z supposedly, knowing that Beyonce was such a fan of Game of Thrones, apparently, as told by uh, Amelia Clark, shout out to her, she's a 
another lovely looking lady. Uh, she said back in 2015 that there were people trying to buy like, uh, what was it, richly detailed fake dragon eggs. She was trying to steal one herself, Amelia Clark, off the set of the show for her to, you know, take back and keep or whatever too. But apparently she was told no or she was caught in the act trying to lift the eggs from the set. But Jay-Z was able to actually buy one and apparently gift one to Beyonce. I'm guessing on her birthday or she liked Game of Thrones a lot. So makes sense. Cheer. I kind of punch it. I kind of punched to buy dragon eggs. But when am I going to get a dragon egg? They don't even really exist. Oh, yeah, you know what? Hit up to, to the guy from Game of Thrones. He might have one. He's got to have one for me. I got to get one for B. Uh, I don't know if this is before. Well, no, Game of Thrones was after the children were born. Maybe during. I don't know, to be honest. I can't really tell I'm bad with like the time frame of like when um, Game of Thrones is on like that. I just caught it at the very tail end, no pun intended. In the final season, that's when I finally sat down and watched Game of Thrones. And I wasn't so mad at it. But then the finale was kind of empty. And I haven't gone back since to watch the rest of everything leading up to the last season. I did like that two-part episode where they were like having that like ongoing war with the dead and shit too. That was pretty cool. That was like movie shit like in two episodes on a TV show. But, you know, that's before TV took over movies. And then, of course, behold, this whole fucking thing we're living through right now took over. Whatever. But that's what I'm thinking, too. So th there's no ending in sight of Jay-Z, Jigaman, J-Hove, J to the Z, or Sean Carter having to really outdo himself from the year prior to appease to his wonderful spouse, his wonderful looking, his wonderfully talented, his wonderfully just womanly spouse, that is Beyonce, of course. There's a lot of that going on, but I figure, you know what? I had to bring it back to the time when Jay-Z probably had to stress the most, sweat the most, as far as, cheer. I mean, I could bust out a freestyle right now, put 50K on it, I'll drop it in one verse. Whatever, but this is Beyonce. I, I really gotta bring my A game. I really gotta play chess moves. I was playing checkers up until now. I was comfy getting queens and kings and that, but now I gotta go for it all. I gotta get Beyonce to Queen B. Cheer, I'm nervous. I don't know if he at any point he ever got like really nervous, like started shaking or trembling or whatever, too. But you know what? Short of you having to do what you gotta do for Beyonce to be your fucking spouse. Why the fuck not? God bless you. Go for it. And especially if you're rich already at that time, too, and you're on the road to be um, a billionaire, too, hey, good for him. And God bless him. And, and look, it paid off. Fortune favors the bold. Jay-Z, Beyonce, who would have thought it never happened? But it did, and it's happening still before our very eyes, and it's still ongoing for who knows how long now, because most likely forever, since they got choked. And they believe in raising the children together as a two-parent household with, uh, I, honestly, I forget. I think it's three kids. It's Blue Ivy and then the twins. Then they have one more? No. Uh, no, I, I keep thinking of yay with fucking Kim with, with four kids. But shout-outs to all of them and the kids, too. They're all happy and healthy and rich as fuck compared to us. Most likely you and me watching me doing this thing or you watching me do whatever, too. You know what I fucking mean. But still, of all things, of all movies... That just so happens to be Raekwon, the chef's favorite movie. Guess what? Grease. That's right. And he certified. He confirmed he wasn't like mislabeling or didn't think of the wrong movie and just said Grease just to be funny. No. 
He said Grease was his favorite movie as a child growing up. From the first time he watched it, he went back and watched it multiple times, it seems and sounds like. He name-dropped John Travolta. You know, they was confirming, you mean the joint with Olivia Newton-John and, you know, you're the one that I want, do-do-do-do-do-do, whatever. He's like, yeah, 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 that's a joint. That's a joint. Grease, yo, Grease. Where even Ghost was stunned and it's like, yo, I didn't even know that. And it's like, I thought you would have said The Godfather. And only then when he caught himself as far as what he said and what that might become a meme and something worth laughing at too which honestly it's funny because more not to shame him movie wise or movie preference wise but more just how ironic it is he's always been referred to as Raekwon the chef for the holiday 2021 season the hollow days excuse me h-o-l-l-o-w version of our fucking man we went long this time but still regardless of that fact thanks for joining me i appreciate you i really appreciate you if you tune in also not just the audio version for your ears Wherever you get your podcast from, off fuck it, of course, and or also who has been watching my movie review podcast. But also if you watch, if you look at me as I fucking do this thing here, the visual version available on YouTube. That is, of course, as always, YouTube.com backslash who this is one. This is me. You're you. We're all individual individuals for the holidays, too. But let's stress the fact that this is the holidays. Let's try to be kind to each other. Let's be assets, not assholes. For this specific time of year where we're supposed to come together, drink the eggnog, and, you know, bust open a fucking ham. Oh, no, you don't bust open ham. It's already, like, just a, a lump of ham. No. You, you slit open a fucking chicken. I don't think people do turkey this time of year around. Hopefully you don't, or you know better, or... I'm sure this shit open Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you can stock up on and eat and enjoy the day of Christmas itself. I hope you're doing that to yourself, and I hope you're not doing yourself a disservice by settling for less of all times of year. The hollow days. Christmas is upon us. Christmas is coming on us right now. Just like the snow that's supposed to be forecasted for this week later on, too, here in New York and Queens. Hopefully you get some snow, too. It's a very white Christmas and not just a white privileged Christmas. You know who I'm talking about, fucking Rittenhouse. And all you other fucks out there that got away clean like you did. Fuck. Yo, it's over. All right, it's over. It's over. Move the mic. Move the mic. Thank you. All right.